The Chicago Bears have gotten some favorable news if you look at the draft combine numbers from some of the defensive linemen and linebackers. Me and Bobby going to break it all down and get into the mailbag right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. First of all, Bobby in the building with a new microphone in this world, professional as shit, bro. What's good? Hey, Brandon Jack, we came a long way, brother. <laughs> <laughs> we major, bro. Uh, uh, but real talk, all jokes aside, man, let's get into some of this draft combine stuff. First, Bobby, I know me and you, uh, you haven't been on the daily episodes here. We, we usually catch up on Sundays, but what have you made of all this Jalen Carter and, and stuff before we get into like some of the draft combine numbers? Do you think that that has moved the Bears completely off Jalen Carter? Or do you think they should still consider him considering the charges around him seem like they're just going to end up being misdemeanors? You got to do your due diligence. Um, if they are misdemeanors, you still have to evaluate that talent. It was uh, something I really wasn't aware of with Lyle Collins and how he was a part of a murder investigation and it really took him out of the entire draft and then he was mm -hmm. found not guilty. So don't, you know what I'm saying? Let's just wait and see how it all play out. I don't know if the Bears have that much. To, well, we got like two months before the draft anyway. So I still say you wait and see what happens. And But you also have your contingency plans in place. That's fair. That's fair. Are you still leaning towards Jalen Carter or are you more Will Anderson at this point? I would still stick with Jalen Carter if it came down to it. Like I said, these these young the man is driving a track hawk. I don't even drive a track hawk because <laughs> all these NIL deals that's going on. So sometimes these guys just need a little bit more mentorship, you know what I'm saying? To and somebody, some vets to take them under their wings so they can, you know, get on their straight line. That's fair. That's fair. Well, listen, man, Will Anderson had his draft combine, his measurable 6'3", uh, with uh, a 33, 7.5, 7.8 arm length, uh, nine, a size 9 and 7.8 hand, which is huge. He ran a 4.6, a 4.640, which at his size is bananas. And his, his combine numbers are comparable to DeMarcus Ware and Khalil Mack. How do you feel about that? Hey, that's that sound intriguing now because that's something you really got to consider because Jalen Carter wasn't a part of that. So we don't yeah. know how fast he like we know what the tapes the tape says. But I know like a lot of the times you want that that up close visual of, of what you could potentially have on your team. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then George's Nolan Nolan Smith. Did he run a sub 440, bro? Faster at his than size, Stephon Diggs, <laughs> bro. That's bananas, fam. Like when I saw that number, I was literally like, "Hey, bro, that's crazy to me." That puts him in line with like a Nick Bosa, bro. And I know he's he's slated to go much lower than than Jalen Carter and Will Anderson. But I tell you what, if the Bears do end up trading with like a a Houston Texans and they get that first, I mean that uh, what is it, the second and twelfth, you may mm -hmm. have to look at Nolan Smith as well, bro, because that those numbers are bananas, bro. Yeah, because you go, you still, they still need major help in that linebacking core. So it's something you definitely can't ignore, bro, especially with a guy with showing speed like that that can run mm. sideline to sideline. And you pair him up with a guy that's very instinctual, like a Jack Sanborn. Hmm, that's a good, that's a good combo. Yeah, overall, the, the numbers from linebackers and, and edge rushers in this uh draft, some a lot rated very well and here's what i'll say i know we've been talking about it. on the offensive line i definitely want to see veterans because they already got a lot of young pieces but the bears could literally walk away from this draft even with their lower second round picks with probably two starters on their defensive line do you think with the depth that we're seeing on defensive linemen and linebackers in this draft and linebacker also being a, a position that the bears do the only starter we're bringing back is, is jack sanborn right now 
Do you think that the Bears are going to walk away with quite a bit of starters on that defensive end just from this draft, not even free agency? Yeah, I think that's what they potentially do. And if you look at what the Jets did last year, they locked up a lot of key pieces on on their team. So if the Bears can pull off something similar to that, the Bears will be in good favor for years to come. So you just got to continue to evaluate that talent and make good, good choices. And then uh, Northwestern's Abdoor, I think is how you pronounce, 282 pounds, but ran a 4-9, 40-yard dash, bro. His, <laughs> yeah, his, like, bro, like, and he, he's expected to be an interior defensive lineman. Um, But I tell you what, bro, like, first of all, I don't know what they feeding kids nowadays. Bro. bro for, <laughs> for players of this size to run sub 440, uh, like 40 yard dashes bro that is ridiculous bro that is ridiculous and that just tells what the hell has been going on these last few years everybody getting bigger stronger faster and shit a lot of these linemen seem like they just bro they just built like crazy it's just is the defensive line group is they got some crazy measurables that they putting out there i tell you what if you're a quarterback in the modern day nba i mean in nfl you about to be hit a lot bro like, oh, bro. like <laughs> these defensive linemen bro do you remember when it was like if you if you were a 280 pound defensive lineman bro if you ran like a 540 it's like all right cool we good like as long as you strong you good you you now combining size and strength that, that's used to being at linebacker, bro, on the defensive right. line, that's crazy. And man. putting them on the edge and say, yeah, come on, every play. Because if For you sure. think about it back then, interior interior D lineman was then at 400 pounds. Now they bro, just like, dropping all the weight and getting faster. Yeah, yeah. Overall, the day one of testing from a lot of these players, bro, is is banana. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kalijah Kansi. Um he broke the uh, Aaron Donald's record uh, for 40-yard dash. Like, that's crazy, bro. That's what I'm saying. That don't make no for sense. For a defensive tackle, like, it's – it's bro, the talent coming in this draft, <laughs> like, I tell you what, I'm glad that Ryan Poles got all the draft picks, and we probably got more coming when we trade the number one overall pick because as we're looking – you know me. I'm a defense guy. I want to see the monsters of the midway back, and we got so many opportunities to get that back with young players. And, and then you're going to look at, like, we literally could have a – defense a starting defensive unit in all levels that most of the major players are 27 and below in age bro that's yep. what you want that's so exactly what you want I, I i love what the potential to come in this draft is going to be man and we'll see how ryan poles capitalizes on that man this the, the draft combine is it's my first time covering it in this area like having this platform and yeah, covering it i always kind of look at the numbers but like just doing a deep dive in it now it's just like hey man these dudes can play bro for real, bro. And it's just good to see. It's just good yeah, to see, sure. especially be involved with it now. Because back then, like, I used to just, you know, catch some drills here and there. But now we definitely invested in it and <clears> seeing <throat> these guys just doing what they do. So shout out to them. For sure. For sure. I mean, being invested in these players and and, and what they can do and their possibilities. And uh, having a, a GM that we've seen, too, like, be able to just find talent lower in the draft. Like, you have this much talent up in the draft i can only imagine what he's going to do over the course of this draft with how many draft picks we're going to have but uh getting off that let's get let's get back into the mailbag today uh we got a, we got a voicemail and a couple of comments that we're going to get into man we're going to play this voicemail first let's go and get it now what up hey it's your boy rory man hey man i just want to say man you should be a a sport uh analysis or a commentator or something man you got skills hey you know what i'm saying you know I ain't saying, you know, you're doing a bad thing with your podcast and everything. But, uh, you know, you got skills, man. You should be a, uh, like I said, sports commentator or a sports analysis slash comedian. 
because you see Dub and Bobby, man, y'all be having me rolling with some of the stuff y'all say. And I love that because y'all not biased. Y'all keep it real. Y'all don't shit the code nothing. Even if it's the home team, y'all still get in that butt. You know what I'm saying? But I love the show. But um, I just want to say, man, with the Jalen Carter um, situation, bro, hey, man, so what – I mean, I want to hear your opinion, man. Like, what do you think – like, what's, what's our options now? I mean, if he's found guilty, which I hope he's not guilty, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I don't sound insensitive. You know, it really doesn't have any, has anything to do with his talent. You know what I'm saying? Because they said that might hurt his uh, draft uh, capital or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But it really doesn't have any, has anything to do with his, you know, his talent. You know what I'm saying? As far as drafting them, getting them on the team. You know what I'm saying? But I know, you know, other teams, I mean, these professional teams that be looking at him like that's a red flag. I mean, if you that wild and you that reckless that cause people They'll cause two people to lose their lives on a collegiate level. You know what I'm saying? That kind of like raises a red flag for us as a a professional organization. And you got millions at your disposal. You know what I'm saying? So that's showing us that you're very irresponsible. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that point of view. But like I said, that has anything to do with his talent. You know. Um. Um. So like, you know, what's your, what? What do you think our options to be, man? You know what? I mean, I, how how you think that will affect us now in the draft now? Jalen Carter might be off the off the board now. I mean, do we like you know just concentrate and go after um, Will Anderson? I mean, you got other players too. You know what I'm saying? So, what you think our options are, man? And and hey, don't you think it's awfully funny, man, that this comes up now? You know what I'm saying? And draft, you know, the draft is like you know so close, you know, like right around the corner, and this stuff pops up now. Man, it's like that—that that, I find that awfully strange, man. So, man, you let me know what your your take on it is, man, and uh, you know, I want to hear your uh, your uh, feedback. All right, man. So, Rory, shout out to Rory for leaving that voicemail. Uh, here's what I say: it is, it was weird timing. In fact, it was day one of the draft combine, right before he was actually scheduled to to, take, to start to speak, <laughs> that that got released. On top of that, so there is a little bit uh, interesting with with the with the the timing of everything there. But as far as like. What, how it affects his draft stock and stuff like that. The way I look at it is this. The the the, the organization is going to do their due diligence anyway. They're going to do all the research on everything. It Right now, it looks like two misdemeanors. It, that doesn't stop it from turning into other charges down the line. And I do think that it is going to throw up a red flag. We can absolutely see him drop um, in this draft considerably. He could drop to the lower in the first round. I don't think anybody's going to let him get lower in the first round, especially with it being misdemeanors. Now, if it was like a uh, he had he's going to jail and gonna have to go through trial that could change some things but uh-huh. um i think what the bears are going to do their due diligence they're going to do their research they're going to see if he's going to be somebody that, that they can mentor mode um but i tell you what those will anderson numbers look great but uh jalen carter is still he's still number one on my board bro but what do you think Bob? yeah like i like we all we just said bro it is crazy timing but it's not the first time that something like this happened what about the offensive lineman right before the draft they put out that he was smoking weed what about Justin Fields before his draft? They was talking about some coaches are really concerned about his 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 mind and his talent. And that's why the, the And the Jets love for pick. white women. <laughs> 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 and that's why Zach Wilson got selected over him and he fell so far down. But yeah. things like this will happen. It is unfortunate. You know what I mean? So by the end of the day, you just got to wait to see how everything play out. And then, hey, people have... They do things, and a lot of the times, these owners, they all they care about is talent. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, that's what it comes down to. It comes it could just come down to talent, and 
I mean, he he. Proje- I mean, it doesn't change all the projections around him, the conversations. He's a generational level talent, all those things. And if you look at that and you say, this is what I need for my franchise, you may take the role of the dice man. But I'm, I'll best believe the Bears have somebody uh, talking to the police in Athens, Georgia. Best believe there's somebody yeah, talking. Yeah, yeah, somebody, somebody talks. So they gonna they gonna have way more information than what's ever released before they decide on drafting him or not. So we'll see how that continues to play out. Let's Thanks. go ahead and get into the uh, more mailbag. These ones are comments that were left on the YouTube. By the way, guys, if you want to leave a mailbag comment, you don't necessarily want to call in a text. Just type in mailbag ahead of your comment. I'll be able to find it that way and pull it for the show. Uh, this first one is from BC Always Right. He says a scenario I haven't heard anyone discuss. How will it affect the Bears if next week a team like Tennessee or Washington trade up with Arizona for the number three pick? I, Bro, I'm not even going to lie to you. I've been so focused on the Bears and what they can get. I've never even thought about oh, bro. other uh, other teams high in that draft making a trade and, and teams trading up. Like That's why I've been saying, though, well, not this, but that's kind of goes into the mindset of the Bears don't want to go too low. Like everybody's saying, well, trade down twice, trade back twice. You don't want to go too late because you don't know what some of these other teams are going to do. And if they have Will Anderson on their board, knowing that some top teams are going to go quarterback, they could tr- potentially be, be trading a lot of way to try to draft Will Anderson. So even if the Bears do trade with the Colts and move back to four, there is, an, there is a chance there. And if, if Will Anderson, for example, is off the board by then, then I think they definitely may take Jalen Carter at that point, regardless of what's going on. What do you think, Bobby? I'm with you, bro. I ain't even think about it either. Until now, like, to be honest. And then I'm with you, bro. Like you said, a lot of people are saying trade back twice. Me personally, I say just take the best deal, but don't be greedy because sometimes that can bite you in the behind. So, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I would, And then, honestly, I would, if you're going to trade it, bro, especially how Ryan Poe's talking, he, le- I, be- I feel like he's saying a little too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he still has some leverage, but I believe he might as well just go ahead and get it over with if you can to see who wants the first round, uh, the first overall pick. And the best deal wins. And then so you could just focus on your, your free agency and focus on your draft. But great question. BC always right. Uh, yep. They definitely, definitely. got to think more about that one for sure. Yeah, definitely got to think about that one. All right. This next one is from L.A. Thinker Brand says, uh, do you think in today's NFL, the definition of dominant defense change? What I mean is that one time defenses could literally shut down offenses in the game today. I think dominant is actually opportunistic, a defense that forces uh, recovers fumbles, intercepts the ball and sacks the quarterback. Teams are going to score in today's game, but instead of locking a team down, perhaps the goal has uh, has drifted to stealing one, two, three possessions a game. I don't think we'll ever see an 85 Bears defense or still curtain or the Ravens in their time again. I think under current rules, we're going to see 20, 40 points per game by both teams and the good defenses will be judged by the ability to get their team the ball and giving their offense more opportunities. That's a very That's insightful a very point. <laughs> that is a great point. That's that may be the best mailbag uh, oh, question or comment we got That's yet. Bro. I'm not even not even going front on you. Um. I mean, yeah, that's that. If you look at sports and just like the NBA, football, like there are more points being scored now than ever before. And yeah. I do think that when you look at the dominant, the defense that we do look at dominant, they are defenses that sack the quarterback and ter- and force turnovers. And also, I think when you have that bend, don't break, I'm going to add another layer to that. If you can get stops in the red zone, right? Not going to stop them every time, but if you can get stops in the red zone, I think those are the things that play into dominant defenses nowadays. What do you think, Bobby? 
Um, I think what plays into de uh, dominant defenses now, especially with, like you just mentioned, with the uptick in scoring, you're not really going to shut people down like that. But if you look at the San Francisco 49ers and what they was able to do, I think you had to have a balance of good defensive players, but you need a balanced attack on offense because now with the pace moving so much faster and you can't press, you can't, you can't press as hard as you used to. You can't hit the quarterback as hard as you used to. You got to have your offense on the flip side being able to retain possession a little bit longer so your defense yeah. doesn't wear down a lot faster because the game has sped up so much. So, but uh, yeah, that's what I got for that. They just got to go ahead and you got, it's, it's about stealing those possessions, bro. Yeah. I mean, that's really the, the name of the game. So yeah. And, and if you can, if you can hit quarterbacks and stop and, and stuff the run uh, that helps as well too. And I think, Hopefully the Bears are building that defense. Hopefully in a couple of uh, – at the, by next season, we're talking about the Bears being a dominant defense. At least that's what I hope. I hope so. We yeah. just got to wait and see. You never know. You never know. Next uh, voicemail – up or not voicemail, next mailbag up. Another comment for you too. This one is another one from BC Always Right. He says, uh, Jalen Carter is by far uh, my head and, head and above number one choice for our, our top draft pick. But I'm actually with C-Dub. I believe the kid Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech may be a better fit in with the 4-3 than Will Anderson as our 1B choice. Now, I will say this. I talked about this on yesterday's Daily. Tyree Wilson has had two meetings with the Chicago Bears, so they may be thinking that as well um, there. What do, you, what do you think, Bobby? I think uh, I like the guy, but I believe that uh, I, just, I just got one. I love what he can bring, but it takes mm -hmm. him a, like a second or two to get going. But yeah. uh, they did run a lot of stunts for him, so you, you got to give him a little break on that. But, hey. If the Bears are interviewing them twice, they doing their due diligence because in the draft, anything can happen. And as far as fit, I believe any of these good good players, bro, you can adjust. Uh, C-Dub brought up with the Will Anderson, you know, fitting into this current defense. I said, bro, look at Khalil Mack. That was a linebacker who essentially had to put, you know, that was a 3-4 defense, but he had to adjust. He wasn't dropped back in coverage that much. He was, it's most, true. you know, so he was mostly a pass rusher during this time so you can yeah. adjust yeah i mean it, it it really comes down like a part of what you're betting on in the draft is talent and sometimes yeah. you just have to take the best talent and worry about the fit later and you, you you would think that a lot of these players are smart like just because they played in that system in college doesn't mean that they can't adapt to different systems so right. yeah you, you know you may see players that are technically better scheme fits but with the talent level of some of these players that are above them you got to hope that they're going to be able to figure it out they're professionals they're oh they're going to be put in different schemes probably throughout their career so you know you you hope with that but I mean these are all things that I that I bet Ryan Poles the coaching staff's looking at uh hearing even Matt Eberflus and talking about what he wants from a defensive I tell you what every time I hear Matt Eberflus talk about it like it's it's so Bro. different when Matt Eberflus <laughs> talks about offense than defense like you see this man's whole energy change when he talks about the defensive Hell side yeah, of the ball bro. Bro. that is so crazy, um, <laughs> yeah, so I, and I and I and I think that you know that's the key thing of having synergy between your front office and your coaching staff. They came in together. Um, uh, Even Fuchs was Ryan Poles' pick, and best believe they're having those conversations on. Hey, what do you think about this guy fitting in your scheme? And that's gonna and that Ryan Poles is gonna use that to make his determination on who he's going to pick too. But Matt Eberflus is going to be involved in that conversation, and if he feels like he can mold a player in his scheme. They're going to go with that regardless of what the scheme fit looks like on paper. Facts. And I I, I, I trust uh, Eberflus with developing those young guys, too, just because yeah. look how good that defensive backfield 
it was. And then, you know, look what they was able to find in Jack Sanborn. Shout out, hey, Dominique Robinson, you putting it out there that you out there working with specialists, pass rusher specialists. We need to see mm -hmm. something, brother. We need to see something. Man, I tell you what, the, the flashes that Dominique Robinson showed, bro, and I was so excited when he got into that starting lineup, bro, and that, and then, two damn. about two games into that, I was like, oh, man, what happened, bro? What, <laughs> yep. what happened? Because I was hyping him. Remember, I was like, he needs yep. to start. I was with you. I was with bro, you. Bro, that's... And deep, it was man. very unfortunate, man. But, yeah, hey, yeah. we got to see some. Yeah, we definitely got to see some, bro. When it all said and done, I'm going to ask you this question before we leave today. If you had to put your money right now, Jalen Carter, Will Anderson, Tyree Wilson, or do you think Ryan Poles does a curveball and doesn't even go defensive line in that first round? What do you think the Bears are going to go when it's all said and done? See, I will see now you're talking about money because I was like, damn, bro, getting bro got a little legal trouble that he got to sit find out. Yeah. I was of the mindset this man might think about trading back twice and just saying, fuck it, I'm going offense, give me an <laughs> offensive guard, and then with the second pick in there. But I'm going to put my money still on Jalen Carter. I believe that uh, since we know that there's going to be uh, misdemeanors, I believe he can get past that. And I believe that he find a mentor and he get corrected. You know what I'm saying? He just made it he's at wrong place, wrong time, doing stupid stuff. Young kids, you know? Yeah, I mean, listen, I tell you what, I, I won't say for everyone. I've been, I especially when I first got my first car, it was a, not first car, but I got I had a Chrysler 300. That mug was Ferrari red. It was beautiful. I was racing. <laughs> I was racing my boy in his charger all day long. We make stupid mistakes when we young, bro. Yeah. Uh. So I mean, let's hope that that's what it was. It is unfortunate that somebody lost their life in it, but you know, we'll end up seeing what happens, man. But that is it for us for today, Bobby. Go ahead and send us on, bro. All right, man. If y'all want more for me, hit me up on Shy Boys Podcast with C Dub, and then make sure y'all go ahead and follow the main man at CEO Hayes. And y'all keep tuning in. We still got time. Free agency ain't even pop off yet. That's when the yeah, video is going to be dropping. So get ready. Yeah. I'll best believe when free agency comes, we're going to be dropping videos every time a signing is 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 announced, man. We about to be working this offseason. That's all I can you say. You already know. But uh, you guys can follow us collectively at Shy Bear Central. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail like you heard played on today's episode, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related, like I like to end every episode on. Bear down, motherfuckers. Peace, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>